folks, this is Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. This is one of our shorts where I answer a question, concern, or topic to help you take better control of your health. Let's get on with the show. Hey folks, it's Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health, and in this quick video, I want to talk to you about three common mistakes that you should avoid when doing an elimination diet challenge. You ready? Now before we dive in, let's take just a moment to make sure everyone is up to speed on what an elimination diet is. If you're new to holistic medicine, the idea that what you're eating could be causing or worsening what's going on for you can be a brand new idea. Now whether that's digestive issues like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, or heartburn, or autoimmunity, things like inflammatory bowel disease like UC or Crohn's, or other autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, and a whole host of others, what you're eating can have a profound influence on what's going on. But how do we know what the foods that we're eating are really the problem? How do we know which one is really the issue? The simplest way to find out is to do an elimination and challenge diet. The first part, the elimination, is simply removing those foods completely from your diet and keeping an eye on what happens. For some people, about 20% of the people that we work with, that step alone can bring about total remission of their issues. Now for most of the rest, they're going to see noticeable improvement in what's going on for them. And that is awesome. All right, now that we've got that background out of the way, let's talk about the three, three mistakes that people make after they've, after they've done the elimination and they found that it's been helpful for them, all right? So the first is never doing the challenge in the first place. So a challenge is where we methodically begin to add foods back into the diet so we can identify if there are any problems with that particular food. It's very common for the people that we work with who finally gotten some relief after suffering for quite a while to not want to rock the boat. They're finally feeling better, so why mess with it. I totally get that. If you've only eliminated one or a few foods or you've settled into a stable pattern without those foods, you don't miss them, and you feel like your life is perfectly fine without them, well, then maybe there's no need to bother with the challenge. But for a lot of people dealing with serious issues like autoimmunity, if they've done something quite restrictive like the autoimmune paleo diet or the specific carbohydrate diet or the GAPS diet or something similar to that, there's a lot of restriction involved. And it's not uncommon for people to say that they feel restricted and they're having to exert some significant willpower to stay on the diet and that it's having an effect on their social life and their relationships. And we need to acknowledge that. So it's for those reasons that we strongly recommend that people do the challenge. Worst case, they find out they really do need to maintain a very strict diet and therefore they can decide if that works for them. And most of the time, the reality is that they're going to find that at least some of those foods that they're avoiding, they no longer need to avoid. And that opens things up and it makes it easier to stick with the diet long term and make and makes it much more sustainable for people. So that is mistake number one, never challenging the diet. The second mistake, mistake number two, is being sloppy with the challenge. A challenge needs to be done methodically, taking one food at a time and challenging, challenging it to be sure that it's either a safe food that doesn't cause a reaction or a problematic food that does cause one. 
After having been on an elimination diet for a while, people can feel desperate to add foods back or without the proper guidance and support, they can end up flubbing the challenge and then not knowing what foods are really a problem for them and causing flares of symptoms of their issues. So that's mistake number two, being hasty or sloppy with the challenge. The Third mistake, mistake number three, is waiting and waiting to be symptom-free when sometimes the best we're going to get is symptom-stable. Now the goal, of course, is to be symptom-free, to have all the troublesome issues that are going on for us go away completely. And the reality is sometimes that's just not going to happen. Sometimes the pain or the other symptoms will be significantly better, but still present. And so people keep waiting and waiting for the diet to do its magic and the symptoms to disappear completely. And so they stay on the elimination diet for six months, a year, or even several years. Or they just keep eliminating more and more foods from their diet, hoping to get to a place of symptom-free. And this is where context does matter because there are some people who really do need to do long, strict eliminations, or they may really need to eliminate more foods from what they're doing. And this is where having a good practitioner on your side is known so necessary. And we also need to acknowledge the fact that it's not always possible to be symptom-free, but we at least need to be symptom-stable. What that means is that if you have pain in your joints that's gone down by 80%, say, and it has become predictable for you, it might be the right time to begin the challenge. The picture of your issues is clear and stable enough that as you're adding foods back into your diet, you can see changes that happen. If that 80% reduction in pain suddenly becomes only a 20% reduction in pain, so you're noticing a lot more pain or discomfort. After trying a new food, we have to be very suspicious about that food. So the third mistake is waiting until a person is symptom-free when the best the diet may be able to accomplish is to help a person become symptom-stable. All right, so there you have it. There are the three most common mistakes that people make in the challenge phase of an elimination and challenge diet. The first mistake is never doing the challenge in the first place. If you're severely restricting a variety of foods, we recommend most people do the challenge to find out if that severe restriction is really necessary. Our experience is that after a good six to 12 months of holistic care, most people find they no longer need to severely restrict foods and that many foods that initially were a problem either stop being a problem or become less significant. The second mistake is doing a sloppy or rushed challenge. Remember, the point of a challenge is to provide clarity. By doing it properly, you can see whether a food is really a problem for you or safe to add back to your diet without causing you issues. The third mistake is waiting and waiting to become symptom-free when that might not be possible. As long as a person is symptom-stable, it's possible to challenge the diet and assess what's going on. So there you go. Now, knowing the three mistakes that you need to avoid when doing a challenge to your diet. Now, if you didn't know, I've created a number of free reports with some of our best information inside to help with a number of digestive and autoimmune issues. They are all available for free on our website. 
Now, we know how hard doing an elimination challenge diet can be, so we've put together a quick guide on how to do one correctly so that you don't waste your time, money, or energy and spin your wheels instead of moving towards health. There are two easy ways that you can get this. The first is to simply click the button below and fill out the very short form and we will happily send that to you for free. The second, if you happen to be watching or listening with your cell phone or it's nearby, all you need to do is text the word elimination to 425-651-6851. And I feel like a Dalek here shouting elimination. So to any Dr. Fu Dr. Who fans watching, just a little bit of a shout out. All right, again, that's the word elimination to 425-651-6851. And we will happily send that guide to you for free. So please either click down below or text us and we'll get that expert report over to you right away. At Aspire Natural Health, we are experts at treating digestive issues and autoimmune diseases. If that's you or a loved one, we would love to connect. We offer a no obligation, no pressure chat to see if we can help you and if we're the right fit to work together. If we are, we'll move forward. And if we're not, we will do our best to connect you with the person who can best help you. The only thing you have to lose is being unsure what the best next step for you is. So please call us now at 425-202-7849 or email us at info at aspirenaturalhealth.com. All right, folks, until next time, take care. Well, that's it for us today. We're here to help. If you found this helpful, can you think of one person who also might find this useful and share it with them by either clicking the share button or sending them the link to the show? At Aspire Natural Health, we're experts at treating digestive issues and autoimmune diseases. If that's you, we'd love to connect with you. Let's chat. We guarantee a no obligation, no pressure discussion to find out if we're the right fit for one another. If we are, we'll move forward. And if we're not, we'll do our best to connect you with someone else who can better serve you. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so get in touch with us at 425-202-7849 or by emailing us at info at aspirenaturalhealth.com. Until next time, folks, take care.